Good morning. Oh, my God. Good morning. It was really quite something following the governor of Arkansas. If you guys don't wake up, I'm going to make you call the hogs. And don't think I won't do it. There's a lot of people that know that. Uh, this is a, um, a comfortable position. Um, it's wonderful to see what Freight Waves has been able to accomplish and um, what is being shown here at the Future Supply Chain is really remarkable. So uh, I'm here with Andrew this morning. I've had the opportunity in the time that I was at Freight Waves to uh, spend fireside chats with a number of the leaders, the innovators in our industry. And uh, I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to spend this time uh, with Andrew. So Andrew, uh, welcome. And uh, it's, it's great to have you. I'm going to do a little bit more uh, background uh, before uh, Andrew talks. Um, most of you probably know uh, the Andrew Leto name, but let me uh, do a short summary. Uh, Andrew started uh, Global Trans and sold it. Um, it's now the fourth largest uh, Worldwide Express in it coming together. It's the fourth largest broker uh, now out there. In the visibility um, arena, the uh, 10-4 offering, which was one of the original visibility uh, platforms. Uh, that was also Andrew's startup uh, when he was doing that. And I think you'll see how what um, he's pursuing now plays, plays through that. And what Andrew's always seen is consistent with what, with what I've seen. Um, you'll, you'll know that I say that I've been chasing optimality in freight procurement for about 20 years or so. Why would one do that? There's $800 billion out there. $400 billion of it is available for many of us to provide technology to support or provide uh, supply and or demand within that. And so that brings me to, uh, Andrew, let's, let's start with that. All of that being the platform, what was your vision for Emerge in that context? Yeah, thanks, George. Before I get into that, I just want to thank Freightways for hosting this event and uh, also shining a light on this industry. Before uh, Freightways, everybody was kind of in the dark in this industry. And now with Freightways and what Craig Fuller's done, uh, investors are finally coming in this industry, shining a light on companies. You know, when I first started Global Trans in 2003, it took me eight years to get my first investment check. And I had to get to $100 million in revenue. Mm -hmm. And once I got to 100 million revenue, we finally got our first investment check. We're one of the few companies that got investors back in 2011. And now it seems like you just, if you could have a, the idea of a freight tech idea, post an article on Freightways. <laughs> you don't really need any, just there you go, watch the money come in. <laughs> and also, I got to say, how amazing is that Freightways, the power that this company has now with the, the fact that just last week uh, the article came out, the, the freight recession. I think that pretty much sunk the uh, entire stock market. So that's <laughs> definite power. Also, thank you for uh, letting George come to Emerge. Um, but yeah, just about, about Emerge. So the reason uh, that I started this company was when I, was, uh, when I, when I, first, when I, when I first got into the business, I, I noticed uh, when I first got into truckload at Global Trans, I asked one of the, the sales reps at Global Trans, I said, how did we win? We just won a bid from a truckload shipper. And I said, how did we win this bid? And... He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, what, what had it, show me the process of how we won this freight. And he said, uh, he showed me his computer and he showed me an Excel spreadsheet. And I said, this is a top 10 shipper. And I said, this is what the shipper does to, for their bid. 
He goes, yeah, they sent it to, they blasted to 20 or 30 carriers and brokers and we're one of them. And we put our rates inside the Excel spreadsheet and then we email back to them and they combine and they do their awarding that way. And that's when I, I, I was like, oh my God, this is the technology that shippers use to procure freight. And that's what uh, brought me to come up with the idea for Emerge because I was like, there's no one focusing on procurement. And that is, you know, the TMSs do, do uh, you know, are an execution layer. You know, everybody, every big shipper has a TMS. Um, I don't recommend starting a TMS company because no big shippers are going to rip out their, their old looking TMS. It's just too hard. Um, but they all have a TMS, but it, that's how you execute your freight. But if you ask any shipper, how do you go out, get your carriers, find new carriers, award, new, award the carriers, and execute your bid, there's, that's, it just doesn't exist. If, as a matter of, there's two companies that do it, but they're not really focused on freight, mm-hmm. and they're focused on all purchasing. So that's where the idea of Merge came from. And 80% of the trucks that you see on the road are contracted freight. Right now, it used to be, it was like a month ago, 70%. Now it's moving back up to more contract um, since uh, now, that, now there's less freight out there, so less spot movements. But it historically, has always been 10% spot and 90% right. contract. And, if, and the, the TMSs have always been the execution layer, and that's what Emerge is doing. We're the, um, we are the, uh, we're, we're trying to build the best platform for procurement and giving that to the shippers. And uh, that's, that's where the idea for Emerge came from. So um, as you think about procurement, it's a pretty broad um, phrase, um, I, I think I've heard it said that um, every shipment or everything starts with an RFP. How does, how does that play itself into what, what you're thinking about or how it came about from Global Trans? Yeah, so that is true. All, and that's what the topic of this conversation is. All freight does start with an RFP. An RFP, uh, request for pricing, some shippers call it an RFQ, um, is what they do to, to obtain their rates from their carriers and brokers. And it all, and actually, it all, it, this works for all modes. And, and all freight does start with, uh, you know, even even a shipper that sends out, you know, a small midsize shipper that sends out five quotes to five, you know, a day to and emails it to them. That's a request for pricing, mm-hmm. and that's what we're focusing on because no one's really ever built anything. And again, the TMSs have done a really poor job of it. And you know, they have a module for 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 uh, for procurement, but no one really uses it. Mm-hmm. And so our goal at Emerge is to tie into the TMS. And then allow the shippers to execute and create their route guides through through uh, through our platform inside their TMS. Got it. So, um, as I described, I've been chasing optimality. Uh, that's the the reason I'm as, as intrigued by everything that you've been pursuing. So, the market, as you described, the influence freight waves has the market's very volatile right now. Um, that does that change the way that not just shippers, but that everybody should be thinking about what they do in procurement. What, what, kind of, what kind of opportunity does that provide where volatility has become, and if you're playing uh, bingo, new normal, newer normal, and newest normal have already been taken. So um, we're in that newer normal where volatility is, is, is key. What, what does that say to best practices? Yeah, so... Actually, I'm going to plug FreightWaves here because I don't want an article written about me, but <laughs> FreightWaves has a great product called Sonar, which is a benchmarking tool. There's also DAT out there. And I really think that actually freight does start the RFP, but the first, pros- first part of running a successful RFP for a shipper is benchmarking. You know, if you, if, why run a bid if you're paying, a story, you're paying rates lower than the industry? Mm-hmm. So you want to benchmark all your rates first. Uh, Sonar is a great product for that. So, as, you know, there's, but, but then once you benchmark your rates, 
You then want to figure out, you know, there was a, one of the top 10 shippers this year decided to do a, instead of a, which has always been a historical um, one-year annual bid for 80% of their, their 80 to 90% of their freight volume. They decided to do a six-month bid, which makes sense because, right, you want, why lock in a rate today for in, if in six right. months it's going to be better? And that I really think that it, it needs to be taken one step further than that. I think that shippers should start running three, six, and 12-month bids. And, you know, if, if you see, for, for instance, if you're, if you're paying historically, if you're paying lower rates than the industry, and why, you know, why wait six, three months, six months, run a 12-month bid? Or if rates are dropping dramatically, uh, you know, run a three-month bid because in three months you're going to get a much better deal. And then have a, and six months if you see rates are staying steady and then, you know, but you, you, it could be going down. And, and that's where, I mean, let's, right now that's what's happening. Freight so, rates are going down. So that, so that, those are signals. So how do I, how do I, as the, as the shipper, how do I just, how do I determine how to do that? What, what kind of data, where's the data coming from that would give me that, um, that ability to determine should I bid, if I'm going to bid, how long should I bid for, how much of my freight, where's, Where's that data coming from? Well, typically it's at, it comes from their TMS. Okay. And then you could upload it to Sonar. Um, and then really that's what you should be doing. And just, and you should be doing this on a daily, if you're a big, large shipper, top 10, 20, you got to be doing this on a daily basis or weekly basis, really seeing where your lanes are at. Because obviously if you want to, if, if, if loads are going to the spot market, it's never a good thing. Even though spot right now is actually doing, uh, doing better than contract. And that's why a lot of shippers are trying to get redo their bids right now um, because it's, it's actually gone, gone a little lower than. Right. Um, but that's, uh, but really just tying that to your benchmarking and then running your bid is really the process that you should be thinking about. So now you, you, you use the word benchmarking as, as you're talking to shippers, um, how many of them from a best practice standpoint are you seeing are already benchmarking or is that a, is that a greenfield? Is that no, really it's, available? It's actually, uh, I would say half the large shippers are doing it. Okay. Um, and none of the small shippers. I mean, no one does that. Uh, I mean, it, most small shippers don't have contract freight. Uh, mid-sized shippers do, but none of them really use benchmarking. I mean, it's mostly the largest companies, but you know, with you know, the, the investment going into like, comp- companies like Sonar, what we're doing, you've got to really start thinking about, you know, it, it's actually making it easier for shippers to start, all, all shippers to do it. Right, right. So um, you've talked a lot about shippers. Um, many folks here uh, are working with intermediaries. They are intermediaries, brokers. You've built one of the largest brokers out there. As the market is as it is today, and we think about what the newest normal is going to be, what would you say to, we've talked about shippers, what would you say to intermediaries and to carriers they should be looking at within their networks and as they're uh, receiving these bids that are probably going to be coming more often, more um, um more with a variability to the length of time. How could it, how should an intermediary and a carrier be thinking about it right now? Well, I would, I'm glad to see a lot of brokers here because I see this because we have a spot market at Emerge, which brokers do tie into. And I see some brokers quoting a shipper 50 or 60 times. You know, they don't have a digital rate like some right. digital brokers right. to win one load. And I don't think they even look at that as a cost. You know, how many, how many times do I have to quote this shipper to get one load? And, uh, you know, for, for carriers, try to lock in your rates long-term right now. Um, you want a long-term rate because rates are dropping. Brokers, the same thing. Mm-hmm. This is the time you want to take that risk, buy the lane, and then uh, you know, you're taking the risk that the, it's going to be obviously lower in three months, six months. This is a good time to take that risk, maybe going at cost, if, you're, if you have a little bit of investor sure. dough behind yeah. you, yeah. a lot of these yeah. guys do. 
Um, but you want to go in, you want to you lock in your rate for a longer term. Uh, and for shippers, it's different. Shippers, you should be thinking about, again, three you know, shorter-term bids, mm-hmm. running more bids, be more agile with your bidding, uh, and, then, and then doing it. And, and I've noticed this. Actually, when I first started Merch three years ago in 2019, before all the volatility happened, we couldn't get a shipper to talk to us. They'd be like, oh, we're good with our 20 carriers. And one thing that I've noticed, and everybody in this room can attest to, is that no shippers ever said, I want to add more carriers. They just don't do that. It's like, but then you ask... Unless it's, an, unless it's a necessity. I mean, it's a bad market or whatever. You're right. Absolutely. Right. They yeah. never say, oh, I want to add more carriers. They always right. like, I want to whittle their carriers down to right. nothing. Yep. And how is... There's 70,000 for higher trucking companies in the United States. And yep. you're limiting the amount of carriers. And then you're asking, oh, you want to lower your rates? Or you want to keep the rates lower? Of course we do. But, well, that's just, it's just counterintuitive. Absolutely. So adding more carriers uh, and running shorter bid cycles and running a lot more bids... Uh, and just thinking about it in, uh, you know, with the benchmarking and, and being better about, about procurement. So um, let me wrap this up a little bit. I mentioned $800 billion in the market. $400 billion is essentially available uh, to the, the general um, uh, um, carrier public. So where's Emerge today? Where do you expect it to be within... I don't know, between now and the end of this year. And when, when does that number allow for Emerge to have the kind of influence in the market that you believe that it could have? Yeah, so right now we have, like you said, 20, we're 20 billion flowing through our platform of the 800 billion to truckload. So our goal is to get, you know, we give, out, we give out a free RFP platform to get as many shippers on this platform as possible because we believe that there's gonna be so many synergies once we start getting the data and we can start seeing like, Trucks moving and and you know bringing in diff, you know, bringing carriers to bids that they weren't you know part of before, so and then allowing carriers to add shippers to, to think about carriers and brokers in a different manner where you should be adding as many capacity partners as you as you as you can uh, before you wouldn't want to add many brokers because uh, and actually I noticed this the shippers that have more brokers pay the least amount on their spot market it's just how it is when you have yeah. at least twenty brokers quoting um, tying in your your digital brokers and everything else. Uh, it's, it's better, even though, you know, you, you're trying to always say no to that. Right. Um, because, you know, the industry is still dark. The capacity is still dark. And whereas one broker, there, there might be a, a situation that happens every day where the broker that moved that load is the only, only the carrier and that broker know that that carrier is in a certain market on that day. Yep. So that's still how the industry works. So you want to add, you want to be able to add as many partners as you, as you can. That's great. Well, we are coming to the end now. Andrew Leto, thank you for doing this. This was really a great pleasure. And I want to say at the end here, transparency was the name of the game when uh, FreightWave started these things. A big shout out to Craig uh, and the entire team uh, for putting this on. And uh, thanks for the opportunity this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thanks, man. Well done.